0: When Moshe Rabbeinu greets Yisrael the Torah says that Moshe went out to greet his father-in-law, and he bowed and he kissed him by shallow Ishla the Shalom, and they each inquired about the other's well-being. Rashi says, since the pasuk uses ambiguous pronouns, we don't know who bowed to who. We don't know who initiated the greeting. But when it says, ish l then we know it must have been Moshe Rabbeinu who initiated the greeting. Because he's called Ish, as it says, Ve ish Moshe on of As the Chesam Soifer, does Moshe have the exclusivity on the title Ish? We find that Yisro himself is also called Ish. The Posik says, Moshe says and that alludes to Yisro. So why does Rashi surmise that it was definitely Moshe Rabbeinu who initiated the greeting? And the Chasam answers with a very profound idea. He says, when Rashi determines that it must have been Moshe who initiated the greeting, because the pasik says "vo Ish," he says, don't focus on the first part of the pasik, where it says Ish Moshe." Continue on to the end, where it concludes with the words, Anav Ma'oit, Moshe was exceedingly humble. Says the Chesam Soifer, when a person is an Anav, he's humble, he's subservient, he doesn't stand on principle, they are the ones who initiate the greeting. They originate the well wishes. They don't sit around waiting for honor. If there's ever dispute, if there's ever dissension or conflict, they are the ones who pick up the phone and try to work things out. They are the ones who are, who are mavater, Says the Chesam Soifer, that is why Rashi inferred that it must have been Moshe Rabbeinu who initiated the greeting. And where did Moshe learn this idea that one needs to initiate kindness? So there's a beautiful idea from the Vilna Gaon. In Parshas Boy, Right before the Yidin leave Mitzrayim, Hashem commands Moshe Rabbeinu, tell Kla Yisrael they should borrow expensive items from their Egyptian captors. And the Posik says, ish each person should borrow valuable items from their friends, silver and golden vessels. As the Gera, each man should borrow from his friend, We have a fundamental principle that a non-Jew is not included in the category of Re'ehu. The Gemara says, Re'ehu of Akim, a Jew and not a Gentile. Re'ehu is your friend, indicates only someone that shares the same principles and ideals as you. He's of the same religion as yourself, and that excludes a guy. So as the Gra, why does the Apostle describe the Egyptians as Re'ehu? Re'ehu is excluding Gentiles. Says the God, when Hashem gave the initial command of a shallow Ishmael He didn't mean that the Jewish people should immediately start borrowing from Egyptians, because it specifically says Re'eu, and Re'eu excludes Gentiles. Rather, He meant Ishmael Re'eu, that the Jewish people should start borrowing from each other, start by being kind and gracious to your fellow Jew. So Moshe was teaching Klai a tremendous principle. If you want to be the beneficiary of kindness and compassion, then you need to first initiate kindness. If you want the other nations of the world to be generous to you, you need to first practice sympathy and generosity amongst each other first. A brilliant interpretation from the Vilna Garn. There's an incredible story told by the Talon Rebbe about a very wealthy person who lived in B'nai Barak who refused to donate any money to Tzedakah. A number of tzedakah collectors tried all different types of tactics and methods to get him to donate to various organizations, but to no avail. So they approached the Chazanish about this man, and they told him that although they spoke and pleaded with him many times, he still adamantly refuses to donate any money. The Chazanish told them to summon a certain widow that lived in the neighborhood who had just given birth to come to his home along with her newborn baby and he instructed the tzedakah collector to take her baby and place it by the wealthy man's door at a time when they knew he would be leaving his home, and to stand on the side of the house and observe. The tzedakah collector did as he was told by the Chazanish, and he watched how the man opened the door, and he noticed the baby lying at his doorstep, and he picked up the baby, he carefully looked at it, and he then brought the baby into his home. A few weeks later, the people appointed by the Chazanish came to the wealthy man's home and they found that the baby was very well cared for. And a few days later, the Chazanish told the widow to go to the home of the wealthy man and to retrieve her baby. And from that time on, the wealthy man donated generously to charity. So the Chazanish explained once this wealthy man was forced to give of himself, physically and emotionally, and spend money to care for the baby, this experience had such a positive effect on him that it softened his heart of stone. It was like the floodgates had opened up. And he was then able to donate and be generous with others as well. And this is the idea of the gun: When a person initiates kindness and is merciful and compassionate with a fellow yeet, He will then be eligible to perpetuate that generosity and then be the beneficiary of sympathy and graciousness from others. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.